0: Hello, this is Shannon Early. Hello. Welcome back to my podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Shannon Early, your hostess of Nesting with the Early Birds. Welcome back to my show. I know that the shows lately have been a little more sporadic, but life has been getting bananograms. I just got back from officiating my brother and future sister-in-law's wedding. Woo! Whoop. Congratulations, Tony and Selena or Anthony, now that you're like a grown man. Congratulations, guys. May the Lord bless you and keep you for the rest of your lives here. All right. So that's great because last week we actually talked about the first four, you know, values or to be's of marriage and the first four things that really work in a marriage. We talked about being servant hearted, being present, being interested and being supportive. If you missed that first episode of the first part of this, you know, two-part series, go back, check it out. It's just the the first four to-bes of marriage, and I just went over them briefly with you, and you can check out the podcast. It's like 15 minutes long. It's really nothing that's going to wreck your day. It's probably going to be something that improves it, honestly, so go check it out. We are going to talk about the last four today, and again, I like to keep my podcast episodes, most of them, just short and sweet. Something to be a little bit of some, you know, positive encouragement to your day. Something that you can do while you do, you know, a load of laundry and a load of dishes. And then boom, you're done and you're ready to begin the rest of your day. By the way, you can find me at nestingwiththeearlybirds.com. Email me, nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Remember to like my show, share my show, do whatever you can, write a review. That would be great. And it would continue this podcast Uh, continue its growth. All right. So let's get into it, guys. So I told you how last time we were on this podcast episode about the two bees of marriage. We talked about being servant hearted, where, you know, you're a servant. Marriage is 100, 100 percent, not 50, 50 percent. We talked about being present, putting down your cell phone, be interested, take the time to choose them and listen well and then be supportive. So whatever your spouse's endeavor may be, support them. All right, so for the four today, the first one I want to go on uh, to talk to you about with is being on the lookout. So to be on the lookout, keep your eyes open to see the good things that your spouse says. Make sure that you're always willing to see them in a good light, right? Like keep your eyes open. It's one of those things where when your heart... Um, is set on the right sort of thing. The rest kind of follows. So have you ever been in the mood where everything your spouse does is wrong? And so everything that you do, you can just see what they're doing wrong. Like here they go again, loading the dishes like a crazy person. Here they go again, they didn't take out the trash. Here they go again, blah, 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 blah. You're keeping your eyes open to the things they're doing wrong. And what I'm saying is reverse that and keep your eyes open to the things that they're doing well, the things they're doing good. Oh, my goodness, they made me a cup of coffee. Oh, my goodness, they locked the door last night so that we could sleep safe. Thank you. Whatever. It could be the tiniest of things. I'm not saying they need to constantly be your hero, right? I'm just saying keep your eyes open. Also, keep your eyes open for not just what they do, but what they're saying. So, you know, if your spouse is saying things like, you look really pretty today, trust that. Keep that close to you. And remember, you know, wait a minute. If I think that my spouse is a smart person, and you probably do because you married them, and I trust what they have to say, and I think they're honest and trustworthy and blah, 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 then why wouldn't I trust them when they tell me I'm pretty? Or, you know, make sure that you trust them when they say that they thought dinner was good. Or, you know, listen to all those things that they say that are really positive, And it's going to really put them in a whole new light for you. You'll be able to see these things and hear these things so much quicker, so much easier if you just keep your eyes open. So be on the lookout. That's my first to be. My second to be is to be thankful, which it's easy to do when you're being on the lookout. Am I right? So be thankful for your spouse. Remember, That person that is in your life was created in the image of God. That person was then given to you as a gift from God. When you adjust your heart and your mind in such a way as to remember that God literally made that person and gifted them to you, then things will change. We can see them in an entirely different and beautiful light. And think about it, right? Like, how would you handle a gift? Like, let's pretend it's a gift, even from somebody you didn't like. You'd be like, thank you. You'd be like, wow, this is really, you know, whatever. You wouldn't throw it away in front of them, right? Now, pretend it's somebody that you really love and value, and they give you this present. You would cherish it. If the Queen of England was like, here is a gift for you for being an amazing person, you'd be like, wow, I'm going to put this gift on a high shelf. I'm going to show this gift off to everybody that comes in. I am so proud of this gift because the Queen herself gave this present to me. Well, guys, God is like a gajillion times better than the queen. Though the queen is a gangster, God is a million gajillion times better. And God gave our spouses to us as a gift. So just keep your mind on that, right? And you got to remember, it's a physical gift from the Lord. So often, you know, we talk about God, we can't see him, right? He is literally giving you this representation of Christ's love for the church. Now, I'm talking about marriages that are healthy and good and loving. I am not talking about abusive marriages here, okay? That not that person is not a gift. That person is an abuser. Run away. All right. But if we're just talking about like a regular run-of-the-mill marriage, no abuse, no adultery, okay, then remember that that person's a gift and you would take care of that gift. You would take care of that person and you would feel blessed just because God gave you that person. Not even necessarily because of who the person is. You would be just thankful that God was like, hey, you, hey, Sarah, hey, Laura, hey, Heather. This is a present for you. This person I made for you. You would want to just be so thankful for them. So remember, be thankful. That's the second to be of the day. Be thankful for your spouse who is a gift from God. The third to be of the day is to be gracious. Gracious, I remember when I was in Sunday school not really understanding the difference between mercy and grace. And when I say Sunday school, I mean as an adult because I didn't become a Christian till I was an adult. And they explained that the difference of mercy and grace okay, mercy is when you have this compassion or kindness that's given to someone that doesn't deserve it at all, like basically, it could be your prerogative or like you deserve that you should be able to punish them in some way, but instead of punishing them, you just relieve them of that and you give them some kindness instead. Where grace, on the other hand, is defined as courteous goodwill. So meaning it's not asked for, it's not deserved, it's just freely given. So grace being gracious means give them this kindness That isn't necessarily asked for or deserved, but just give it to them freely, okay? So if they make a mistake, be gracious and be like, well, we all make mistakes, right? Give yourself some grace too in the marriage. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes as a human being because you are a human being. So just be gracious to yourself. Be gracious to your spouse. Even if they do some wrong things, right? Extend that grace because in that way, you are showing love, And you extending grace to your spouse is so good for your own heart. It is so good for yourself, guys. It just lets you let go of grudges, right? It lets you let go of hurts or pain because you're basically just like letting them off the hook for things. (laughs) Not big things like affairs, okay? Little things like eating too fast, okay? Or like wearing clothes you don't like. Like My husband has this really just disgusting pair of brown pants. I just hate them so much, but he loves them. That's I'm being gracious. Like, okay, well, continue wearing your pants because I love you. (laughs) It's a terrible example, whatever. But be gracious. If they forget to take out the trash or they forget to pick up a particular grocery item, just think, you know, I love this person. It's okay. Like, just let it roll off your back. Just be gracious. And the last to be, which really Should be the first to be and all the to be is because you're married and it's a very special relationship is to be intimate Now I know that a lot of times when you hear that word you immediately jump to bedroom intimacy But that's not what I mean here. It's not what I always mean Of course by all means if that's something that the both of you Enjoy greatly then please go do that. That is what you should do. God asks you to do this Go to the bedroom. It's lovely Good, you're golden. But some of us might have this feeling of intimacy where we don't really wanna be in the bedroom and we're not really sure exactly how intimacy would look in our marriage. So if that isn't right for you right now to be in the bedroom, remember there are other very intimate things that you can do with your spouse. For instance, at the end of the day, like when you're both super tired and you just want to Netflix and chill, try holding hands on the couch. I mean, when is the last time you actually did that, right? Like I'm saying, you're sitting down, next to the person. You're not on your phone because you're being present. You're thankful they're next to you because they're your gift. You're gracious, even though their breath smells like a fart. And you reach out and you hold your hand. And they reach out and they squeeze your hand back. And then you just sit there and watch the TV show. Like when's the last time you've done that? Or even if you're sitting down again, like put your legs up on their lap while you watch TV. Just put your legs up. Have your body physically touching theirs. You can cuddle under a blanket together. I mean, it's getting chilly right now. It's November. Cuddle under that blanket, y'all. Just physically somehow touch each other, okay? And obviously, you can be intimate with the way you speak with each other. You're being vulnerable, sharing your, you know your fears, your hopes, your dreams, all of that. But I'm really talking also about physical intimacy. So figure it out. Just figure out a way to go touch your spouse, okay? (laughs) Even if you go brush their hair, just figure out some way that you can physically touch your spouse and, you know, be cozy with them intimacy is such a big deal. And I've been in seasons where I haven't even felt like being touched. So I understand, especially like as a new mom, you're just so touched out. You are so touched out. Stop touching me. But if you're able to just let your husband hold your hand or you're able to just put your feet in your husband's lap at the end of the day, that's going to be great. Guys, give your wife a dang back rub, scratch our backs, rub our head, do something. Just like let us know, hey, girl, I'm here and I'm not trying to get in the bedroom, but I do want to have some intimacy with you. (laughs) So my four to be's for today are to be on the lookout, to be thankful, to be gracious and to be intimate. All right, guys, remember that God totally loves you all the time. And you've got this. If you're married already, you've got this. Just look to God. He's got you. All right. I'll see you guys next time. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, my website. Give me an email, whatever you like to do, and I'll talk to you later.